Is this heaven? You wouldn't believe how many guys wanted to play here. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. Welcome back to Cocktail Cinema, folks, the weekly movie review podcast where we review movies and pair them with craft cocktails. I am your host, your first favorite bartender, and your third favorite author, Josh Price. I am joined, as always, by my good friends, Greg and Shasti. Damn glad to be here. This is, baseball. uh, yeah, in honor of uh, what would have been the beginning of baseball season this year. Don't get me started. <laughs> we decided we were going to review 1989's Field of Dreams. This movie was uh, directed by Phil Alden Robinson. It had a budget of $15 million and a box office return of $84.4 million. Hmm. So, decent return, you know, good success decent, for the time. Yeah. I mean, this is this is 89, so you, for inflation, those are, you know, $250 million. I mean, you're shooting the whole movie dollar. in Iowa and then yeah. taking a road trip. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm surprised yeah. it cost that much, but hey. It's not as much as Kevin Costner's uh, <laughs> water, water World. In, yeah. In Hawaii, right? oh, yeah. Iowa's probably a little cheaper ha- real estate than Oahu. <laughs> or, or, uh, yeah, uh, we we will definitely touch on uh, on the most expensive movie ever made another day. But for this one, <laughs> talk about another uh, Kevin Costner joint. Um, and in my opinion, he's a really good place to start for the, for this because yeah. obviously the movie revolves Same around point. him. Yeah, right. But even given the very strong supporting cast around him, he still shines. Mm-hmm. Now I am going to come out. Hot up top and say this movie is not aimed at me. Guns blazing. However, I do appreciate that Costner's really giving a wonderful performance here. He usually does. I mean, yeah. he's usually pretty good for that. I mean, even Waterworld. <laughs> what the? What yeah. it, sorry, I know yeah. I'm going back to it. But even the flop that it was, it, he still put his heart into it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's he's a very dedicated actor and apparently very difficult to work with. <laughs> but uh, he's he's good at what he does. You know, so. I'm yep. sure there's some as a bartender. You know, I know I'm good at what I do, and there's a little bit of arrogance that goes with that. So I'm sure yeah, chip on your shoulder is the same. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, but he he definitely carries this film and elevates it above what I think it would have been with anyone else. Mm. And I think to add to that point, Kevin Costner is a diehard baseball fan. He's mm-hmm. done a lot of works in that community and and movies that you know kind of encompass that. Um, so it really shows through. Yeah, you know his his love of the game mm-hmm. and. It's it makes it believable. I mean, this movie yeah, is totally. kind of a woulda, coulda, shoulda aimed at like anybody who lost someone that they wish they could wish they could say goodbye mm-hmm. or one last catch. You know, history yeah. so, and regrets and dreams. Right. Like historically, right. Yeah. just yeah. like baseball, such right. a historical sport. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Kind of, like plays the theme. that last ending on the on the, on the uh, uh, for the intro when it says baseball was the was was the standard. I mean, mm-hmm. it's completely true. I mean, it's yeah. lasted. Test of time as far as wars. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, we were just talking about that. Everything mic, yeah. that went into it. I mean, it's it's been our steadfast point as far as kind of an American game goes, or American. Yeah. Well, it's always been America's pastime, pastime. right? Yeah. So, like you said, we we had mentioned that baseball survived two world wars, mm. and that says something. Not yeah. just for this film, but for history as a whole. Mm. Like this, this is a. Uh, an institution in right. this country, and a lot of baseball players went over and fought in those wars, mm-hmm. you know, and then came mm-hmm. back, you know. Which yeah. you're called to do something, you're called to do it. I mean, we're talking about some of the best. At- I mean, mm-hmm. at that time, maybe not the best athletes. They a lot of them. Well, yeah, smoked I mean, cigars uh, and got ba- too Babe drunk. Ruth looked like he ate a lot of baby Ruth. <laughs> he should be so. bowling instead, well, I mean, right? The, the All American League for women's mm-hmm. right. started then too. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Which was one of the first. Yep. You know, national leagues for women for any mm-hmm. yeah. sports. But. It was. It gave. It gave headway for a lot of movement and a lot of growth. 
Yeah, and I, I, uh, for a turn of phrase here, I know that this part of the conversation feels like it's coming out of left field, but <laughs> there is so nice. much history that is bound up within this narrative. Like right. this, this movie starts out with narration from Kevin Costner yeah. saying, "My dad was born this year. He joined the minor leagues this year. Mm. He dropped out this year. My mom passed away." Right. Like really giving you yeah. his family history yeah. with baseball, and also somewhat of a baseball history too, mm -hmm. with the, with the uh, 1918 Black, Seeds, Black yeah. Sox, and and Chuso Jackson was his father's favorite. Yeah, and even going back to add to that, um, they they bring up a lot of the 60s where like mm -hmm. he was born. Terrence yeah. Mann, um, James Earl Jones character, mm -hmm. um, his wife Amy. I'm sorry, uh, Annie. Annie. Yeah. Um, you know, just kind of drawing it back into that and making this movie kind of go back but still be paced well they base yeah. a lot of it around literature like it was with 100 which yeah. i think was beautiful history, yeah. you know what i mean and mm -hmm. like all the turns of poetry uh, yeah yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. And, burning and, through and the 60s a game of poetry. It's, yeah. yeah exactly it's all, it's all kind of brought up for yeah. this new dream if you will right yeah right. well and that's that's where i'm gonna kind of uh, uh dig my heels throw in a, a curveball <laughs> yeah throw a curveball um i'm gonna change up my swing uh choke up <laughs> I think for as well made as this is, it's only half a movie. Okay. Because they have all of these themes set up of, you know, uh, civil rights and, and book burning and, and, you know, even, even, you know, suspension being kicked out of the game uh, that are built up, but nothing really comes to any sort of a climax. Mm -hmm. We're just like the camera leaves the story. Like we're, we're like, we walk away from our telescope, right? Well, okay. Like at the end of the movie, it's that I fade out that. or the, the pull out and then it goes to the sky mm. and you really don't know what happens. Mm. There's guaranteed to be a full act of story right. to be told there, in my opinion, mm. that would have made this if, if, if they had done that. And I know it would have been a two hour movie. Right. In my opinion, it would have made it one of the best movies about baseball, mm. if not movies ever. Okay. I respect that, but I'm going to add to that as well. Mm -hmm. um, with that, when you talked about that fade out and the, and the cars, mm -hmm. the line of cars that are coming into that, I mean that that kind of this is a real place. It's a real mm -hmm. historical place. Yeah. You know, the Field of Dreams exists in Iowa, and mm -hmm. we found out last year that you know the, the Sox and Yankees yeah. had a game there, which is amazing. You know, only three thousand seats mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Um, really cool. I, I know what you're saying, mm -hmm. but I feel like I guess just people have painted the picture of the ending mm -hmm. on its own like they said build it well, they were calm and it, it's, yeah. it's totally happened true you know it's, However, it's so weird that that's that's that it's, it's not part of the movie right i'll give you well, that well well and i like i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna <clears throat> eight thousand i'm gonna change up eight thousand right. i'm gonna change up uh, a little bit here so you and i are hip-hop fans mm -hmm. implied rhyme is a big part of hip-hop mm -hmm. implied storytelling is lazy right implied rhyme I takes thought i gotcha and i mean so and I, we, I, we've we've bickered yeah. back and forth on how we judge movies anyway because yeah. we're looking at the full piece and mm -hmm. nothing after or before so and like i said this i am not the direct audience mm -hmm. intended right. by this film right. so personally yeah, I, mean, is, I played baseball my yeah, whole life this is one of those times where love. i can take a seat right. back and be and, and look at it and be like all right how does this really hold mm -hmm. up? Yeah. And I absolutely appreciate and understand the opinions of those who love this movie. Mm -hmm. I just think it it's it's a don't meet your heroes kind of thing. Yeah. Like don't go don't necessarily right. go back. If you think this saying. is the best movie ever made, no. don't go back and watch yeah. it. Just remember it in your memory. And you're and I'm gonna add to your point too, as mm -hmm. far as like these weird don't dream sequences and yeah. stuff like that and like uh time travel. Like yeah. you know, like yeah. all, all of a sudden he's in nineteen fifties 
whatever. He goes. He, he time travels twice. Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> yeah. so. It's not explained. I mean, it, scary. Obviously, you're already you're already they've loosened you up by hearing these voices, mm-hmm. um, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, they time travel twice. Yeah. It's not really fully. It's good. not not at all explained. Yeah, like he just Brad, he, they're he just ruined really. Yeah, with he, any other but thank you. Thought yeah. in the movie. I'm doing but, this. Yeah, but it it is, and maybe I'll touch base on it later too. Mm-hmm. Where all those random sequ- time traveling choice and all the other random sequences, mm-hmm. it's. It goes back to a literary thing, yeah. mm-hmm. which you know way more than me, and maybe. But the whole movie I'm seems to be based some. around that. Yeah, it's really it more feels for like Moonlight like Graham's yeah. dreams, mm-hmm. and, and it, it was. And I'll tell you why yeah, for go. for Archie. Like so, when he goes goes to meet Archie, mm-hmm. um, they Wait, talk about Doc or Archie. Uh, so I know where we're at. Doc, Doc, okay, Doc Archibald. Um, so they're the same person. For those of you right. who, who who need a, a quick refresher, it's just Doc is the older yep. version, Archie's the so older. So before they even get into that that sequence they preface it saying he always carried an umbrella mm-hmm. um his wife always wore blue so when they went he met archie everything had a blue hue all the lights mm-hmm. turned down to blue mm-hmm. um really cool style wise yeah um, they they put you into that place really well mm-hmm. and to add to that umbrella thing i know it kind of i'm skipping to the end um so he always carried an umbrella and he always wanted to hit we wanted mm-hmm. one at bat in mlb so after they brought him back into the field of dreams he had that one at bat mm-hmm. after he saved Kevin Costner's daughter. Yeah. No, no more umbrella. So he's carrying that umbrella as kind of like I wish I would have. Like, yeah. Like yeah. I said, a wish a would have yeah. could have should have movie mm-hmm. in, in its entirety. Well, that's where yeah. the dreams is. Some people right. have, lo- have looked at the, the title and said that it should have been called Field of This or That, mm-hmm. Field of Faith, Field of Hope, yeah. Field mm-hmm. of Whatever, right. Dreams. They are saying that in the literal sense of like a good dream or yeah. a mm-hmm. bad dream yeah. where if you look at the three examples, right, you got Ray mm-hmm. with him, and I say this all goes back kind of like regret mm-hmm. and dreaming. No, of, totally. Dreaming about not like the impossibilities or like what, like this I is follow. just dreaming. I wish I could have done something yep. different. Even if it goes into yeah. Joe Jackson. I wish I would have done, wish, you know what I mean? Wish yeah, yeah. Got, yeah, got, yeah I wish I could have ex- yep. explained to my dad when I wasn't mm-hmm, a hot-headed mm-hmm. 18-year-old yep. how I really feel. Yep. Yeah. Um, Terrence. Terrence Mann, yeah. Terrence Mann. I, I wish, wish I could have made Abbott's it field. different. Yep. That's yep. why he gets yep. invited mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. To see, Joe it's Jackson literally to see Abbott's field. That was baseball. his regret. Yep. And Ray's asking, what's in it for me? Yep. Mm-hmm. And turn around, there's your dad. Yep. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. It's kind of like dreams in that sense, which, yeah. which as much magic is attached to it, any any man, woman, human that watches right. this mm-hmm. can look at that and just put their yep. kind of own thing for into sure. play. You know what I mean? That's where I think the magic. Yeah. No, you're right. And it's... Totally. I'm, I'm. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. But I was, you, you kinda, I was about to do anyway. You sparked I, 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 I'm an idea. You, <laughs> you sparked an idea for me where it, it really does feel like a book. And it, I think the fictional book or the, the 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 alternate universe book version of this could have been fantastic. I I, I don't know. It's that off it was, a book. It is, is it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so that explains that, that explains it's why there's Joe, so much mysticism. It's called Joe Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Okay. Okay. Shoes Joe is what it's called. Okay. Then I need to read that book because I guarantee that book is fantastic. Right. Because this movie shows so much promise with the storytelling. Mm. And when it comes to dream sequences like this that take place over long periods of time, you do suspend your disbelief. Like, yeah. I was still willing to go along with those two time go travel the distance. Moments. I was willing to go the distance. <laughs> I was willing to drive to Minnesota with them. And... I just felt like we were like things had been left out, mm-hmm. not not information that I needed, but character right. moments, and and there's more stops on this road trip. There's Let more going on. Let me pull this one on. together. Let me pull this one together. And oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And 
it just when I say it, it doesn't feel like a full movie. That's also part of it. Mm. The other, I'm gonna cut you off again. There you go. Go ahead, the good. other thing that ties that together too, which I was talking about, was was the dreams and not the literal sense. Mm-hmm. It also is because his wife has the dream. Yeah, and tell yeah, they go, share and the dream. Terrence Manning, oh, Moonlight Graham. Yeah, you saw it too. Like it is daydreaming and yeah, literal right. dreams too. It's so that it's funny. Bring off the wife because I mean this whole dream thing. What wife and where do I meet her that's going to support Kevin Costner and <laughs> taking off with no money to go meet their yeah, favorite author? The 60s, I'm like, damn. Yeah. I mean, Annie is sent from sent from heaven. Well, I mean, on the other side of that, on the other side, it must that, be a dream. Well, no woman ever. Would what do woman that. can I meet who is going to stare down <laughs> no, I, no a, person, a book burning Nazi? <laughs> right. Like I want that Step woman in my Beulah. life. Yeah. And then and then yeah, go do your thing. T- go take out our our favorite author and you know travel the world while we're, we're well, she we're had burning the dream too. Yeah. Right. It's still. No, I, I'm, I'm dreaming of her. I'm going to cut you off again, Greg. I'm going to cut you off again, Greg. Hit me. So, weather's kind of changing outside. We're coming up on opening Shit, day. Got shorts on today. There it's were 40. two options. In my mind, there were two options for what we could have drank today. Beer, which would have been lazy. Beer and peanuts. Right? Or something I'm calling the opening day. All right. So, this here is two ounces of whiskey. We're using a uh, like a Prohibition-style whiskey. Okay. Uh, it's five ounces of lemonade. You got a tall glass here. Uh, three dashes of cherry bitters and three mint leaves expressed by mm-hmm. clapping them bad boys between your hands. Got to. Stir it all together. Again, stir whiskey, don't shake it. And there's your opening day lemonade. Mm. It's refreshing. Yeah, it is. It's nice choice in the whiskey because if it's vodka, it's going to be too sweet. And the mint gives it that nice yeah. dull... Well, the, the, the mint rounds it out real yeah. well, and it almost feels like there, it, it's got a mojito feel to it. Yeah. Without being any, without there being any lime. It's you know, just as refreshing as with vodka, but you don't mm-hmm. taste like, yeah. The, yeah. The, the, like the booze. Yeah, it would be super sweet with vodka. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's perfect. I'm, 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 yeah. As soon as we decided on this movie, I knew exactly what direction I was going to mm-hmm. go. I'm like, all right, I can't do beer. That's just too easy. In a highball. So, yeah. <laughs> so, here we are. Now that we've got... Uh, a little bit of refreshment in our Peanuts. system, you know, from the, from the hot sun, making us sweat. I remember being at, at Sox games, the beer guy would be like, ice cold, painkillers. So we had a rough run. For, so go, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. <laughs> so I I would like to ask you as a baseball fan, because, I mean, we've it is no secret on this show that I am a nerd who does not watch any sports other than hockey. hockey so right. <laughs> I know nothing about Shoeless Joe Jackson. Uh-huh. I know nothing about any of those other players. I had heard of uh, the, the White Sox throwing mm-hmm. that World Series, yeah, but that is as far as my knowledge goes. So, amen. That's a good movie. As far as accuracy goes towards not just the story but the people that they are representing, yeah. how, where does this land? Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, there's not a whole lot given to this movie as far as who, what, when, where, how. I mean, but I mean, just the stories that were given about. You know his shoes didn't really work out too well. He, he played the rest of the game in his socks. He was it's the real one who story. could be proven that he threw out yes. of the, the other eight. Yeah, he, he, Ty Cobb was all an the, ass. All, yeah, that's true. <laughs> all the facts small. that they gave you as yeah. far as like he hit this many home. He hit the you know home run in the final game mm-hmm. of the World Series. He um, batted whatever three fifty six during the whole uh, mm-hmm. series. Seventies. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean it's uh, that's all true. I mean there's no way, shape, or form you can. But he took money, mm-hmm. but he didn't throw the game. Right, you know what I mean. So that's that's factual. I mean, another good movie to kind of represent that, which is goes back into it, and like I said, Eight Men Out, mm-hmm. really good. You know, Comiskey was involved. 
there's like a lot Comiskey that goes. Park Comiskey? Exactly. Yeah. Comiskey. Okay. Like he was yeah. he was the he was that guy and okay. like he was the he was the owner at that time. Well, I guess yeah, White Sox that makes sense. Yeah. So I mean it makes it, sense. Factually and all that representing representing that time. Yeah, I mean it, it's there, but it, it, I feel like mm-hmm. the game wasn't really essentially a part of the story as much mm-hmm. as, you know, I would have liked, mm-hmm. but it's more of along the like I said a million times what it should have. It's about it's about writing the past. Mm-hmm. It's about dealing with emotion. I mean there's only so much you can do, and this movie kind of gives that hope where it's, hey, maybe somebody's listening, Yeah. because nobody gets that shot. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it plays on some of the heartstrings that you know it does yeah. and where it, where it might touch people that aren't necessarily mm-hmm. baseball fans is because everybody's lost someone. Everybody wishes they could have said something mm-hmm. that they didn't or done something different or you know not severed ties or mm-hmm. you know been around. So yeah. this, is more, this movie is more of a drama to me than it is of like kind of a biopic or you know well it's not really a biopic bio, they are they yeah. are representing real people from what mm-hmm. i understand so in a real you know. place which is yeah. cool i mean it's really cool that this place really exists and like i talked about before mm-hmm. you can still buy your ticket people will pay ray people will pay 20 yeah. bucks to line up not knowing why it's mm-hmm. euphoric to them it's 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 that sense but growing up just like maybe for you in hockey mm-hmm. i've lived on the baseball field mm-hmm. it's like like yeah. I can, I, I, the smell of the grass, you know. Yeah. The, when he was doing that, yeah. I, I, I did have some, some flashbacks. It's like, you know, like yeah, sounds and, and sense yeah, that, so that I'd stick with you. Completely agree with that kind of stuff, and that's why I think this movie might hold a little bit more weight to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not a whole lot of trickery involved. But the, it's a straightforward uh, movie. Talk about historically accurate. You asked about baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, just beyond that, Shoes Joe the book was written by W. P. Kinsella. Like Ray Kinsella. Ray Kinsella huh? Oh, okay. Wow. So it, talking about Terrence Mann said that his writing dad the article the book. about wow. his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's there cool. was I I saw it was twenty five years after the movie was That's shot, cool. which was wow. three years ago. So it was before mm-hmm. the the field of first field of dreams game that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was last year, yeah. It was yeah. Which was last year, so mm-hmm. two years before that yeah, was wow. the twenty five year anniversary and they wow. had the whole like set on there. Not set but um like some of the, the Memorabilia and and, and yeah, set the cameraman. Yeah, and right. They, they had Kevin Costner on there talking to yeah, uh, chopping up with the players Costas, and stuff too. They, I think he came out with the players like in that opening sequence from that. Well, from this that was game. Uh, like you're talking about before that though, right? Right. Because yeah. last year is right. what you're talking about. Yes. He's talking about We're two years before that. Up, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm just saying they cool. were. He was saying like you know keep this here, do bigger things that they ended up up doing, mm-hmm. but just Kinsella, his character mm-hmm. and man writing about him and mm-hmm. kind of tying together it's i think the historical stuff that you're focusing on to, mm-hmm. to make it make sense literally is uh, is like i think we got to read this book on the side yeah, right. kind of touch yeah. back on it that's because, cool i didn't know Kevin that Costner that's was awesome. saying that interview he's like he said the word i don't want to bastardize this film mm-hmm. too yeah. especially based on what, what it's all right. based yeah. around too it's kind of like the perfect word he's like i don't want to bastardize the book because mm-hmm. Kinsella is one of those authors who's like Mm-hmm. conscientious that's about, cool like, yeah like, the movie that. being ruined and they they kind of held that to light so i think whatever didn't translate directly mm-hmm. for the film they just was still to hold true to 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 the heart of the story the book. Oh, yeah. yeah that's fair that's oh. fair um that's and i an can awesome definitely fact, i can definitely see that in in the final product where it doesn't feel like anything's been modified it's just been set to slow screenplay. yeah put on the back burner <laughs> yeah it's like they made the movie about how the author of that book Mm-hmm. Could be tied back in. With yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's I love it. That, I will. I will have to check this book out for sure. That's another layer for me. Yeah. I don't know. That's really cool. 
And I don't know how that escaped my uh, my research. Like, normally, I pick up on that stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's but. continuity problems in a lot of the movies we cover, but right. when it goes back to like holding true, sometimes mm-hmm. we got to bridge that gap. Which you got to yeah, respect course. too, of course. Yeah. You know, of course. Cool. Um, yeah, I like uh, everything I had to say about this was even though this is not necessarily aimed at me, I can very much appreciate it. Um. Greg, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss the floor to you because I know I know this. Not only did you bring this movie to the table, but I know it's dear it's dear to your heart. Yeah, it was kind of a um, chastity. Chastity and I kind of talked about it, and yeah, I mean, it's, it was it seemed like it seemed like the right move, and now it, now it's kind of like oh, baseball's delayed. <laughs> Damn it, you know. But I mean, here's wishing mm-hmm. that they solve this thing quick because baseball is near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. And Shasta and I played on the same team when we were kids too. I met each other, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, no, I mean, there's not a. I think I've covered everything. I this is a this is a. A movie that just makes you want to think about better days or yeah. wishing that you could yeah, have hey, done better yeah. things totally. in your life, which everybody has regrets, not necessarily regrets, but things they would have done maybe a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So in that aspect, I think that besides that, the movie's awesome, awesome to a viewer. To I'll watch this movie anytime it's on TV. I'm yeah. not, mm-hmm. it's not grading it wise. I, I might be a little harsh here, but I love this movie. Um, I'm going to give this movie... Um, a seventy-two. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we I'm sorry. We're getting there. Oh, we're getting there. I thought we were there. No. You're, you're, I, I, show my cards. You, you no balking. The, no balking. Oh, I didn't get my stuff. <laughs> I didn't get my stuff. Now, let me get my dip in. Since <laughs> since Greg is jumping the gun here, uh, <laughs> sorry. Folks, we are actually going to do th- start doing things a little bit differently these days. Yes, we're still going to give you those delicious cilantro covered taco scores, <laughs> but we're also going to be kind of discussing. The uh, our feelings of the critic scores. So Shasti, what do you say? Should we give our scores first? Do you want to do the critic score first? Uh, let's just do. Let's give our scores first. All right, guess, yeah. Greg, fire away with what we shot already know. Shot my shot already. <laughs> seventy-two. Seventy-two. Shasti, uh, Field of Dreams is seventy-six. Seventy-six. And I wanted to, uh, I, since I didn't throw my last thoughts in there. Because mm-hmm. so, I cut you off, sorry. Because you went straight to Taco Land. <laughs> I know. It's I'm, Tuesday. I'm at the ballpark. The blue hue fun. you brought up for the lighting when it was the Moonlight Graham sequence mm-hmm. back traveling in time. It was even like when Costner's daydreaming. Like mm-hmm. when they show, when he's looking out the cornfield and he just sees the, the baseball field for a split right. second. There's those like daydream sequences where that blue hue is used also. Mm-hmm. Nice. And we use orange and blue for mm-hmm. the main reason that Star Wars lightsabers are, yeah, are, are yeah. red and blue. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's to portray this the good feeling or the dream mm-hmm. feeling or the feeling of hopelessness and dreams. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things like that we kind yeah. of skipped over, and I think they did really well. So nice. 76. Nice. Just, nice. Totally. Totally. Um, I'm going to split the difference and give this a 74. Okay. Uh for for everything it is, I uh, I can absolutely a- appreciate the project. Yeah. Um, that said, we're gonna hop over to what those critics say. Now, critics are sometimes right, sometimes wrong. Except for Some us, we are always right. So let's <laughs> see if the critics agree with us. Wow, Ooh. this is a really close score here. So the critic score is an 87 oh, wow. on Rotten Tomatoes, and the audience score is an 86. Wow. I think that's possibly the close. Like there may be one that we've done that's been that, that close. Was um, I'll go ahead and kick this one off. I think both critics and audiences are giving this movie too much credit. Yeah. Um, it's good, but when I think about a movie that's rated an, an 85 to a 90, mm-hmm. where they have it, um, 
I think something that's a movie that cannot be missed. Yes, must it's watch. A, it's, it is. It is a. It, it's it's a quality film that just yes. you you have to have in your and repertoire. It's, and it's dynamic and it hits on all aspects mm-hmm. and it, it it rounds out every mm-hmm. part of each other. Soundtrack was good in this one, but soundtrack's very good in this. <laughs> but movie. no, yeah, I, I, I heard I heard a little little of them uh, Almond Brothers, <laughs> <laughs> or, or the Cashew Sisters, as my buddy calls them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I think the, I'm I'm spot on with you. Is when we, when I when I think upper echelon the 80s and the 90s, 90s is a, is a special place where yeah. it's like yeah. there's only a few movies that are going to go on that that yeah tier. Yeah. So yeah, I think they overshot this one a little bit. Like the 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 80s as a whole for me are, are that upper echelon. Like the the 90 to 100 range is my top 100 mm. films ever. Right. But where they have this sitting is I think where I put Godfather 2 mm-hmm. and like Die Hard. Yeah. yeah. And so when I think about those films that I've rated that way versus Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams is good, mm. but it's not meant for everybody. Right. Yeah. And it's not necessarily something like a dream mm. that you'll remember mm. forever. And like I said before, I think it's a lot of that comes down to feeling mm. and emotion and just oh totally, you know, just totally euphoria. I think a lot of that is just jerk reaction type stuff. I think we're yeah. slightly maybe undercutting it, being you know critical like this mm-hmm. what we're supposed to do. But I still think we're, especially with how close these are, I think it's. Slightly overrated on the yeah. sense of 87. Yeah. I guess if they're if they're right, we're wrong. Well, I mean, they're, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. We're, we're right. If they're, if they're that close, you know right. what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's kind of things, but we're doing our jobs. Well, That's I mean, you, you also have to think when it comes to audience scores, there's a lot of nostalgia and bias yeah. that goes into it, but... You don't expect for, the same for the critics. For a critic score, <laughs> well, with the exception of, like, new movies. Like, yeah. new movies, if, if, you, if a newspaper didn't get an advanced copy, yeah. uh, it's, the, the movie's getting a bad, mm-hmm. a bad rating. Um... So critic scores can be it's it's 63 critics yeah. and it's over 100,000 audience. Yeah. Which is uh, impressive, but still 89. Uh I I mean it's a little high. Yeah. A little yeah, high. a little high. <laughs> a little high. Um we're going to toss it to our audience score. So those of you listening and watching, hop down to the comments and give us your taco rating. Uh do you agree with everybody else or do you agree with us cuz we're right? It's true. Let us know why. <laughs> Um, we love the engagement. We love talking to you guys. Like those of you who do interact on a on a on a regular basis, we love hearing from you. It's always a good conversation. Um, if you want to interact with us more, you know you can hop down into that description, go over to the Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all the goodies, have wonderful conversations with us, and be a part of you know polls and early access, all future the movies, good stuff. Everything. Future movies eases pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. We ease your pain. Um, <laughs> That said, <laughs> eventually, every dream has to come to an end, and you got to wake up. So, Greg, Shasti, people out there of the internet, i got to say goodbye. If you build it, he will come.